You are listening to the Power and Pros podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. How are y'all feeling? Spring has officially sprung and we are coming up on the end of Women's History Month. So with it being Women's History Month, I want to remind us to brag on ourselves via the power being given through God, of course, but to brag on ourselves. Research shows that women traditionally stand in their accomplishments, their character, right? And the things that they have done less than men. And I want to break that off of us today and to remind us of the power that we have and how powerful and biblical it is to stand in who you are and to celebrate that out Loud. There are so many things that you have done that not only have had a positive impact on you, but the people around you. And you can feel it. You know when you've impacted people in a way where it's like, wait, everything is different because I was in the room. And because your authority to do those things comes from God and you acknowledge that, you have the right to be like, yo, I'm dope. I'm powerful. I'm a world changer. And I did that. There's too many times when I feel that we cower back and the cowering back isn't because that we don't know that we've done some things or we don't know that we've had impact. It's not reminding ourselves of the impact that we've had and reminding ourselves is such a important piece of the journey because it gives you the license to do it again. When it seems like you're doing something for the first time, every time, you're going to feel that first time intimidation, that first time fear, that first time lack of faith. Now, I know that all you need is a mustard seed of faith, but the hope, the ambition, and the goal is that that seed grows. It should be a larger piece of faith that you're activating each time you do something. It should be easier every time that God calls you to move that you move. And the reason that that seed grows is because you remember The past, you remember the ways that you've activated in previous seasons. And so that is what we're going to get into. First, as always, we're going to get into the pros prompt of the week and then we'll get into it. Look, March Madness is going on right now. And before March Madness, my school, well, my alma mater participates in this game called the Bragging Rights game. And Within that, the winner gets, you guessed it, bragging rights. You have been placed against some rivals, just like my alma mater. And when you win, when you overcome, you get bragging rights. You've had to overcome some things and you are a winner, like point blank, period. So the pros prompt for this week is to write down some of your bragging rights. Remind yourself just how much of a winner you are. What obstacles have you faced? What things have chiseled certain pieces of your character that you can walk in easier now that you couldn't even think about in a previous season what are things that you used to be addicted to that you aren't addicted to it doesn't hold power over you anymore what are habits that you kept up that no matter how hard you tried you kept going back to that thing and that thing does not play a part in your world today you have to remind yourself 
of the battles that you have won, the obstacles that you've overcome, and the fact that God empowers you to do it all. That's what gives you your bragging rights. And we're going to learn how we can activate that today. I know that sometimes writing these things down can be challenging and hard and it causes you to think back a little bit. They're always reflective, but it is for a reason. When we reflect on where God has brought us from, it's easier to trust and it's easier to see ourselves as the woman for the job for what he's calling us to do in the future. For some reason, in certain seasons, in certain situations, we get too timid. Now, there's such thing as being arrogant, prideful, full of ego, boastful, all of that stuff that nobody wants to be attributed with, right? That's a thing. For example, the Bible says that we can't brag about salvation because we can't save a thing. So that's a thing, and that's real, that's true, all of that. But we're also called to be a people, people to rise up, a people with purpose, a plan, a future, a hope. And we're supposed to shift some things. And when you shift some things, when you're called, when you're named by the namer that names all things that are named, you get to stand in that a little bit because there's a glow attached to you. There is impact that is attached to your name and people can feel it. We are set apart to do things that quite frankly, other people can't do, period. Nobody else could host a podcast called Power Pros, period, to say the things that I've said, to make you feel the things that you felt as you watched this show. Nobody can do that but me, which is why I have done it. For coming up on two, sorry, it's coming up on three years. I've been hosting this show for two years and nobody else can do it but me. You gotta be able to find that thing and say it. And we don't be believing what the word says for real over our lives. Like the word is the word to speak a word over our lives. And we don't be feeling that like for real, for real, because if we did, we wouldn't back down when we're faced with challenges because we know that we have the victory. That's what the word says. And if we believe that we would just go forward. And any challenge that comes our way, it's like, babe, this is nothing because I already know the tea. I know what's going to happen at the end of this story. If we did, we would approach God with what he's already blessed us with, expecting that he will multiply it. Because that's what the word says. We've seen it time and time again that God multiplies the seed that he puts in the ground, the things that he's planted. And if you believe the word that's spoken over you, if you believe that something has been planted inside of you, then you would take your seed, you would take all the watering that you have, and you would go to God and be like, multiply this. Because I am your servant. I'm working for you, and I'm doing what needs to be done. If we believe the word that was spoken over our lives, we will understand the power of our voices, like the true power our voices hold. And we'll be calling down miracles. We'll be breaking some things off of ourselves, off of our community, our families, And what's crazier is that some of us have seen the workings of the things that God has spoken. God has told you some stuff. You done read something. You done watched something. And you're like, hmm, maybe that's for me. And you've seen it. The work has already started. You've got victories under your belt, but you're afraid to talk about them. And that be, that is so wild to me. And I have to think about that for myself. There's plenty of things that God has done for me or revelations that I've had. And I don't want to share them. I don't want to talk about them with people, even though I come on here every week and I share things with y'all. I talk to my homegirls about different things. There is still some stuff where I'm like, 
I can't share this. People not going to get it. They not going to understand. Or this ain't a real win. This ain't a real win. Like, it's a win to me, my personal story, my personal journey, my personal walk. But you're not going to see it as a win. And so to not taint the win, I'm not going to share it. And that's the narrative that I have built up. And what I found is that I'm projecting. Because I don't see it as a win. I mask and I hide behind the fact that you might not see it as a win. And what that is, is an activation of not having faith. Of not being on one accord with God. And honestly, just walking in fear, you know. And so there is a woman in the Bible outlined as a prophetess and a wife and a judge. And her name was Deborah. And she's the only woman judge outlined in scripture. People came to her to settle disputes. They respected her authority and she heard from God, period. And so I want us to look at my good sis, Deborah, and see how, how does she navigate this whole bragging rights thing? How does she navigate understanding who she was and then professing that power with other people? In Judges 4, it outlines how Deborah reminded this man Barak of his power and a word that he got from God. So he had some power. He had a victory attached to him. And Deborah had to remind him of what God said to him. So she laid that out. She told what would happen. And the thing about Barak is that he heard her. He knew that she was right because he had heard it before. So she affirmed a word which is a lot of times what we're called to do. Sometimes we get so nervous about speaking out and going for something when really you're just affirming something that that person has already heard. You're reminding them of a word that they already got. And that might be the very thing that they need to move, to get out of inactivity, to push past fear, to adopt courage. But we stop ourselves And we block other people from walking in what they're supposed to do. And so Barack heard her. She affirmed what he heard. And he wouldn't move unless she went with him. That's how powerful, that's how deep of an impact that she had over his life when she spoke. Her impact was justice. Her impact was comfort. And it was affirmation. Justice because people came to her to settle disputes. When they was, you know what I'm saying, not feeling each other, when they couldn't come to an agreement, she was the middle ground. She was able to hear both parties and then find a pathway forward. She gave comfort because if you hear something the first time and you don't move, but when Deborah speaks it, you're like, well, I guess I go if you're going to go with me. That's comfort that that person has to feel from that. And there's affirmation. Again, if there's a word that you already heard, and you hear it again and it causes you to move, you feel affirmed that that is the right thing that you should be doing at that time. And she knew the role her specific impact played. That was the difference with Deborah versus sometimes how we interact with our purpose and our calling. In Judges 5 and 7, it reads, Villages were deserted. They were deserted in Israel until I, Deborah, arose, a mother of Israel. 
Deborah knew that she played a part in Barack's success. She knew the power in her prose and her activating her voice led to impact. It led to change. When we read that verse in chapter five, we're witnessing Deborah stand and declare her bragging rights. The fruit of the spirit calls us to be kind, to exercise self-control, and that's a fact and that is needed. But it also calls for us to stand fully in the identity of who we are. And when you know who you are, you have no choice but to stand in who you are. Otherwise, you are suffocating yourself, you're suffocating your full potential, and you're suffocating the impact that you can have with other people to drive true change. So how did Deborah know that she had bragging rights? Because a lot of times, again, especially as we're thinking about our our Christian walk, right? We don't want to be boastful. We're actually called to not be boastful. You don't want to brag. It's ill form. When somebody bragging on me about the money they got, about what they do be doing for now, like when it's certain stuff, it's just, it's just icky. Like you be hearing people brag on certain things and it's like, girl, We get it. Like, you want to be seen right now, and that's cool. (laughs) But I don't read what Deborah is saying in that way. And I think it's because of where she understood her bragging rights come from. So the first thing that she had to do to identify that she had bragging rights in the first place was to know the previous state. She starts off by saying villages were deserted. In gospel songs, all over from beginning to time, you would hear the lyricist say, I was a slave to sin. I was bound by this. I was uh, chained by that. And that's them acknowledging the previous state, the previous season. You have to be able to stare that in the face and to acknowledge it, to name it. And when you have an awareness of where you've been, it helps you appreciate where you're going. So that's the very first thing that she has to do was to acknowledge the previous state. The next thing was to identify the change maker. She continues to say, until I, Deborah, arose. You got to know what makes the difference. You can see the past. And when we don't identify the change maker, the past is where we stay. We are in a new season. We have new opportunities attached to us. We got some new people in our sphere and we don't move on it at all because we think that there isn't a change maker. We think we're in a season that we was in last time. We think we only have the doors that were open to us before. We don't see that there's newness attached to what's happening. We don't see that there are new things that are breaking off. We don't see that there are new lives, new resources that are waiting on us to help us, to push us forward. And when we identify the change maker, what makes the difference, then we start to understand how far we have grown from the previous state. And sometimes that change maker is Jesus. Sometimes it's you and Jesus. God calls us to co-labor with him and he gives us choice to join him in what he's doing on the earth. And so you get to acknowledge when you've joined God in his work and he qualifies who he calls. So you have to take the time to identify that your qualifications have the ability to make modifications. If you've modified some things, some people, your job, okay, if you've changed your friends, 
those who follow you, people are DMing you like, oh, ever since you posted so-and-so, I've been doing X more. You're the change maker and you get to identify that. Too often we identify the change and not the change maker. So you know that this feels new and it feels weird, but you don't know why. You know that this person is drawn to you for some reason, but you're not sure why. If you notice every time you go about your normal day, you feel one way. But when you work out first and then go about your normal day, you feel another. Then you know what the change maker is. It's the same thing in our lives. When we acknowledge the change maker, then it's easier for us to continue to move forward with courage, move forward with love, with joy, and with confidence because we've already done step number one, which is acknowledge the previous state. And then we're able to see what makes the change that'll propel us to the newness. The third thing that Deborah had to do and that we are challenged to do is to have victory anchored in meaning. She ends her declaration of who she is and solidifying that by saying a mother in Israel. Now, Deborah was called a prophet, a wife and a judge by title. That's what the book says. When we see quotes and we see Miss Deborah addressing herself, she says, I, Deborah, arose a mother in Israel. It's no verse. That outlines if Miss Ma'am has kids. It says she's a wife, so she could, right? Um, that's implied. But she goes further to say a mother in Israel. She bragged based on her purpose, not her title. And because our purpose comes from God, that's 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 the final key. That's what you're anchored in. Your purpose provides meaning for what you do why you go through, and who you're connected to. Your purpose provides meaning for what you do, why you go through, and who you're connected to. So when you have victory anchored in meaning, not just your title, not just your money that you got, not just the last trip you've been on, but anchored in meaning, you get to shout about that. Okay, you get to sing about that. You get to dance in the streets about that. You get to testify about that. You get to have other people join you in your mission about that. And you know why? It's because one, you understand who you're anchored in, who gives you the ability, who gives you the power. And that don't change because God is who God is, right? And so that's the the T. But then the next level beyond that is when you have meaning and you share that meaning and you want people to do something, to pay for something, to give their time, to donate, and you can share the meaning behind why they should do that, they feel much more inclined to do it. But when I meet somebody and they think they're going to get somewhere with me strictly off of some shoes you got on, strictly off of, you know what I'm saying, like where you work at, We'll pay attention to those things, but that might not move the needle depending on what you talk about, depending on what you asking me to do. 
I need meaning behind it. What What's really going on? I actually hate surface level conversations. They're needed, right? Every time I talk to somebody, I don't want to pour out my heart each and every time. But there's something special about when I connect with a person and we're able to go beneath the surface. We're able to get real. When you ask how I'm doing and I can actually respond because we're in a safe space in order for me to do so. And then you actually listen and then you meet me there. There's something different that happens there, right? And so when you have victory anchored in meaning and you're able to define, identify, and stand in what that meaning is, coupled with the fact that you know what the change maker is, and then you have the knowledge and the wisdom that you're not in the past season, the options are limitless in what you can do. The options are limitless in the impact that you could have and the additional victories that you'll see. All because you know where you've been. You know what brought the change. And you assigned meaning to where you are. Power tool for this week is to activate your bragging rights. You've already won the game. You're in the press interview after now. What are you going to say? The mic's up. It's on you. You got to say something. It's time to declare where you are. Place your victory in the meaning, not the title, not the money that you have, in the meaning that God has given you in your purpose. Be sure that you say it with your head held high, standing fully in who you are. And the change that you'll see after that, the additional blessings that you'll be able to walk in and the fact that you'll be a blessing to others will be unmatched. I promise y'all we have bragging rights simply as believers, simply as the cool kids that are tuned into this show, simply as you waking up this morning, brushing your teeth and going about your day. There are bragging rights attached to you simply being you. Don't ignore them. They're not small. Everybody don't have access to them. It seems like everybody do. It just seems like maybe other people's bragging rights are bigger than yours. I'm telling you, if you're walking in your purpose, what you're supposed to be doing, there's nothing that could be traded to get you at a higher state than where you are right now. You have bragging rights. When I was talking about my school and a rival bragging rights game, if you win, listen, there's going to be press coverage, okay? Mugs going to be wearing their jerseys. We're going out to eat after. There's a celebration because of the work that was put in, because of the challenges that had to be overcome, and because they understood what it means, the meaning behind it all. So activate your bragging rights. And if I can brag on myself for a little minute, this is a great podcast, okay? Every week, we come on here together. We pull some things back. We go beneath the surface. We get real. We're transparent. We're activating our voice. And it's all through the lens of authenticity in Christ. And like I said, can't nobody do it like your girl. So if you agree, be sure that you rate and review the show. It will help get the word out to other cool kids so they can stand in their power too. Keep up with us on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast. You can DM me 
post the latest episode that you love on your stories get the word out and i love to chat with y'all so be sure that you dm your girl and you can sign up for the pros and praise pages newsletter to get plugged into the cool kid community i love you guys remember to profess your power and there's power in pros catch you next time